1: and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. And welcome everyone to Goal Chat Live. I'm Deborah Eckerling, award-winning author of Your Goal Guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals, and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system of goal setting simplified. Every Sunday night, I lead the Goal Chat Twitter chat. And then on Monday, I bring in some awesome guests to dive deep in the into the topic. And then on Thursday, it magically also becomes an episode of The Dev Show. So whether you are watching or listening, I am thrilled to have you here to join in our conversation on giving back. It is Thanksgiving week, but isn't giving really like goals? It should be year round. I know we don't like to use the word should, but we'll make an exception. And for today's show, I brought in some of my favorite people who really embody everything there is to be about giving back. I have a Howard Broadwin, and Howard and I, we've known each other for years from a social media club LA. And we actually have a mutual friend from where I grew up back in Highland Park. So that it really is kind of fun and amusing when you talk enough and you find these connections that go back a certain number of years. So Howard, really excited to have you here. And I also have with me Zach Carson. And Zach and I know each other through the Zula Jeff Culver Networking Nights. And I haven't seen you seen, well, I haven't seen anybody in person, but <laughs> we haven't connected in a couple of weeks. So I'm really thrilled. It's Zach's fault we're doing this topic. And you'll know why in a few minutes when he introduces himself. And also and when we've known each other on Twitter Mm, almost as long as I've known Howard, I think, but this is our first face-to-face connection. And I'm always seeing you doing wonderful things. And like I said, I've got like the all-star team of giving back people. And I know, no pressure, total pressure. I am going to let you all introduce yourselves. So Howard, let's start with you. Welcome. Thank you for being here. And tell us and by us, I mean them, because I know about you, about yourself and what you're doing here.
0: Cool. Thanks, Deb uh, and, and Zach. Great to meet you. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I'll tell you about me. Uh, let's see. So I'm the uh, founder and managing director of Sports and Social Change. And uh, we basically are a social impact agency within the sports community. So working to kind of connect brands, nonprofits within the the realm of of sport as a platform for good. And I've been doing that since 2009. And uh, also because I just have so much free time, um, about four years ago, I got involved in a startup and I am also the co-founder and chief impact officer for a civic tech startup called Common Ally. And we are working to uh, kind of bring Gen Z back into the civic process and, uh, and, you know, through a, a, a wide range of tech solutions, uh, giving them a platform and a voice. And uh, that's what I do.
1: Fantastic. Well, thrilled to have you here. Zach, your turn. Okay.
2: okay. Uh, well, good to see everybody. Uh, nice to meet you all. Uh, Deb. Nice to see you again as always. Um, so appreciate the, you know, you guys giving me a little time. Um, I've been in technology for a lot of years, um, based out of Boston, uh, pretty much grown up here, but uh, traveled around over the years. Um, one thing leads to another, and uh, I more recently got involved. I was giving back, you know, in general, but recently got involved in a, in a charity called the uh, scleroderma Foundation. Uh, it's a rare disease that affected one of my family members. Um, but um, from there, you know, that's kind of uh, – you know, if we can find a cure in my lifetime, that, that's kind of what I'm focused on moving forward. Um, but all at the same time, in parallel, uh, continuing to you know, run a cybersecurity company um, when I started a while ago and another startup I co-founded uh, more recently. So here I am. That's and cool. uh, again, look forward to the talk.
1: Fantastic. Anne, great to see you in real fake video life. Please <laughs> tell, uh, tell everybody about you and why you are here.
3: Yes. Thank you, Deb. And thanks for the invitation. And yes, definitely, this is a great to see you like in person, right? And hello, gentlemen, it was great to meet you. And Howard, you and I need to talk.
2: <laughs> I've, been looking,
3: I've been looking for sports uh, affiliations for the Arthritis Foundation. So I'm um, a marketer. I work with B2B brands on their digital marketing efforts. Um, that's my real job. And then uh, my side gig, if you will, right, is uh, volunteering for the Arthritis Foundation. I've been a longtime volunteer with them, uh, again, due to a, uh, just like Zach, a very personal connection. My dad has rheumatoid arthritis, and my cousin has had it since she was a child. Uh, most people don't know that kids can get arthritis as well. And over the years, I've been in various roles with the Arthritis Foundation, and this year was elected um, as the board chair here in Houston, so I'm very honored to be in this role and to help uh, guide and lead this market into, um, you know, a, a very successful 2022, especially after the last couple of years we've had with the pandemic. Um, and I, you know, part of my uh, brand and part of my introduction is always saying that I believe as business professionals, we have a duty to give back to our community. Um, and then recently, I also became involved, <clears throat> excuse me, with an organization called Impact Hub Houston. And they work with social entrepreneurs and are very, a very civic-minded organization as well, which is uh, what you said resonated with me, Howard. And I'll chat a little bit more about what they do here uh, later on in the conversation as well. So
1: thank you for having me on. It, and you brought up very two very good points. First of all, the reason I do this conversation is because I like introducing my friends to my friends because you never know where or how a connection is going to be made. And like I said, I just felt like this was the perfect uh, team or community to talk about the topic. So the fact that you're already, you know, we're just a few minutes in and you're like, Howard, we need to chat. This is exactly why I do what I do. And you're right, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as experts, as well as humans, giving back really is part or giving back, hanging forward, whatever phrase we want to use, we all have within us things that we want to share, do to make the world a better place. So really good point. And let's, it sounds a little nitty gritty, but let's start with what does it mean to give back? And do you want to start us off? Sure. Um,
3: So for me, it's really an So let me take a step back. When people think about giving, right, especially with Giving Tuesday coming up, everyone thinks of that monetary donation, right? But there's so many other ways to be able to give to organizations, with your time, your talents, um, in-kind donations, things like that, uh, because, you know, I'm certainly not a millionaire, but I do have... A certain set of skills and experiences that can help organizations. And that's what I give a lot of. And um, it's really, you know, most organizations, especially grassroots, local ones, don't have the resources to run a marketing department or have staff that helps them with marketing or really don't even know how to, to create campaigns and galas and things like that. And so to me, that's what giving back is just, you know, giving a, any, thing that's whether it's monetary or your time your talents that can help an organization and help your community as a whole
1: the the community aspect too it is huge because it isn't just <laughs> especially over the last almost two years and when I say almost two years it's like mind-blowing really is that humanly possible the need first of all the need is different everywhere but the needs are different everywhere. And, and the positive impact on the community is a huge thing. Zach, do you want to add to what it means to give back or what does it mean to give back to you?
2: Yeah, I think along the same lines, right? I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, monetary is just one, but but obviously, you know, I'm on the board of directors with Square Roar Foundation. And and again, you know, there's time is, time is money, probably the most valuable um, asset anybody has to give that give that time to any charity or anything that might've touched you or touches somebody that, you know, um, and, and do something good is, is great. Um, but ultimately again, it, it, it's, you know, you get up in the morning, you don't have to do it for a charity. I mean, just literally, you know, give your son a hug or whatever it is. Right. I mean, it's, it's all about love at the end of the day. So if you can you know, give back in your own way, as long as you're giving to others, you know, in a positive light, I mean, then you're then you're successful and should be satisfied in so, some way. Um, so, yeah, you can break it down, and and obviously, there are a lot of diseases, a lot of issues out there that that need help, and a lot of nonprofits that that uh, have been created, of course, that that uh, you know, we're lucky that those are around that we can have that as a channel to to give back in a way that that creates an impact, hopefully, right, and changes somebody's life in that in that way as well. So.
1: And the other thing you just did was skip ahead to ways people can give back, but we'll, we'll cover that more later, but really emitting love, smiling, you know, just the positive attitude is another way that, that costs not. it doesn't cost time or money. You can just be of the, of who you are. Okay. So I'm really thrilled that you brought that up. So Howard, you still have to answer the question. Sorry. Can you what do you have to add? Yes,
0: yeah, not not a lot of room to add. I think they both ended up really well. Um yeah, I you know what I I I think even kind of to your last point, Deb, I mean, it's it's really about um how you approach your your life and your day. Like, are you a giving person? Right? Like are you are you willing to give of yourself to others? That I think it's it really kind of just starts with that. Um, there are a myriad of ways to do so, but it starts, I think, with just having that attitude um, of, you know, that, that everybody has something that, that they could give. Um, so I think that, you know, really, you know, that, that's it. And, and it, interestingly, in, in an era, too, where, you know, we haven't been outside as much walking down the street of giving. So, like, even if you're at home all day or on Zoom conferences or whatever it is you're doing, if you have that attitude of giving, how do you, how does that manifest in just how you bring yourself to a lot of these, these situations?
1: Attitude step one. And that's like step one, really for anything, for business, for creating the life you want, for giving back. It it starts with what you believe and the, who you are. So see, you did find something to add and I'm going to let you start off the next question as your reward. Um, and you all mentioned briefly um, why giving or giving back is close to your heart. But can we get a little bit more into that? Uh, in what ways do you give back? Why do you have any giving anecdotes to share? So Howard?
0: Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give a, a, an interesting one in the sense of um, – Really, kind of how, kind of how, and why I got to doing what I do. Um, you know, I, I, I've worked for a long time in, in in an industry that controls billions and billions of dollars flowing around and has access to billions of eyeballs. And it was for me many years ago. I, you know, I I, I did some volunteer work and I did pro bono work for nonprofits and. Just that was just something that I was brought up to do, was was again I brought up in a family that was about giving and just in terms of how you approach your life and yourself. But it it was a little bit of a light bulb moment for me many years ago that I was literally like looking around on, on the internet for some nonprofits to pull together for a startup that I was in, in the in the sports industry. And I, I stopped and I went, why am I going into Google to look for organizations? Like, why isn't there a website that has all the nonprofits in the sports community? Like, wouldn't that be helpful? And it didn't exist. And I'm like, well, there's a website for everything. Why doesn't that exist? Screw it. I guess I'll have to build it. So I did. And that really kind of set me off in, in you know, literally going down the rabbit hole where I'm still in, um, of, uh, of recognizing that wow, there are thousands, and I literally mean thousands of nonprofits and NGOs around the world that use sport as a platform for some sort of social good. And the vast majority of people out there who are sports fans or active participants in some form of recreation or sport have no idea these organizations even exist. So for me, I was like, well, that doesn't seem right. I got to find a way to bring these two things together. And that's what I've been doing now for the last 12 years is just trying to find more ways to kind of bridge that gap and say, the two of you groups need to know each other and know how to work together. And how can I help facilitate more of these relationships? So that's really, for me, where it starts, that this is an ongoing kind of perpetual relationship challenge within the, the industry that I'm in. So the more I can do to solve that, you know, hopefully it'll it'll have a you know a long-lasting impact.
1: And you also basically gave the definition of disruption, which is find something that doesn't exist and make it exist. Yeah. Solve a problem. I, I want to do a quick tangent. You're actually the reason I started dancing hip hop.
0: I I remember this story. I know the event you came you came to here in LA. So, it, yeah,
1: it, it was because of an event that Howard was working on, and I could only stop by for an hour. But that was the hour they were doing a hip hop class, and I was looking for new exercise, and I was hooked. So, I will also take this opportunity to thank you for introducing me to my favorite form of exercise.
0: You are very welcome.
1: Yes, <laughs> we talk about everything <laughs> on Gold Chat Live. Anne, were you about to jump in? Oh, I was just saying that was Kismet. <laughs> Definitely. And, but isn't everything <laughs> if you're aware and you're open-hearted and going onto the world? That's where you find those connections and make those introductions that are oh so important. So Anne, what what is your backstory? As you mentioned, it's very personal, mm-hmm. but so um tell us a little bit more about the why and the how you give
3: back. Yeah. Anyway, um, I have been a volunteer since I was like 16, right? And so my friends and I thought it would be fun to be candy stripers for the summer. I don't know if you guys remember what candy stripers are. I am like dating myself. Like literally we had the candy striper pinafores and everything. And uh, I think it was a sophomore in high school at the time. And my friends and I thought it'd be fun to go volunteer, play with the kids, whatever in the the pediatric floor. But I found myself uh, drawn to the other floors where there were adult, older patients um, helping out the front desk, and that kind of just opened up my eyes to this whole world of volunteering. And so ever since then, um, mostly what how I give back is through my time and my talents, right? And especially recently, the last few years with um, helping organizations with their marketing efforts and things like that, um, several local ones here in town. And then the Arthritis Foundation, I kind of stumbled upon them. My dad had been diagnosed with arthritis I guess 20 years ago now. And then my cousin, as I mentioned, has had it since she was a child, since she was eight. And I couldn't believe that I never I had never heard of the arthritis foundation. And so when I came across them, um, it was a no-brainer to get involved. But this foundation has been around since nineteen forty-eight. And I thought, you know, for a national large organization, how is it that we, you know, are still so challenged with awareness? And I think partly because the disease is people think oh, it's just aches and pains with your, you know, joints and bones. It's so much more. And so um, that started it for me because I saw how debilitating it was for my dad before he was diagnosed directly uh, or correctly, I should say, and got on the right course of meds. He literally could not move. I mean, he was in so much pain and we couldn't leave him by himself at home. He couldn't even warm up his own lunch in the microwave. And so seeing that just made me really just – inspired and, and moved, I guess, to find and help find a cure for, for his arthritis. So, you know, he has the autoimmune disease um, version of arthritis. And so that currently there isn't a cure for it. And if I can help the millions of other people who have it and um, future generations to, to find a cure, then I will. Um, and so for, for the Arthritis Foundation, a lot of it is definitely um, time and, um, and monetary donations as well. And then with Impact Hub Houston, I wanted to bring it up to them because um, Howard had brought up social good. And so I had been really looking for a way to make more meaning with my marketing work. And um, Impact Hub Houston was founded by a woman here in town named Grace Rodriguez, who I adore and respect. Uh, absolutely for years have been a fan of hers and they work with social entrepreneurs, startups, innovators, and anybody who has a business that is looking to make an impact in the world, especially focusing on the sustainable development goals. I'd never even heard of SDGs until I started working with them. And so um, that has really opened my eyes to a whole other world out there where I can kind of meld what I do with marketing and making an impact globally.
1: Wow. Awesome. I love that. Thank you for sharing. And Zach, I know your backstory, but they don't. So uh, do, would you like to share or are you comfortable sharing?
2: Yeah, yeah. In sure. what
1: ways you give back and why?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 could, I hinted or mentioned, uh, alluded to earlier, um, a couple years back, my mom had passed of uh, uh, something called scleroderma. And uh, it's a rare disease that affects uh, men, w- women, and children. Um, and I think, you know, all of us have, you know, issues or families have been struck with issues or certain situations, right, that affect us all. So um, this just happened to be one that, that uh, I didn't know about until my mom got hit with it. Um, and, uh, you know, you do what you can and, and it, it becomes a, a purpose. And luckily there was a support group that uh, I took her to. She only made it to one. But from that experience, they have these, uh, the Solar Derma Foundation based up here in New England, National Foundation, again, one of those things where a lot of people may not even know that that resource exists, right? And everything that we all do and, and organizations we participate in and are a part of, um, you know, they, they do exist and trying to bring awareness to that uh, through, you know, again, you know, thank you, Deb, for, for having this as a medium to our channel to, to have our voices heard, um, because if if one person with scleroderma knows that there's a foundation, you know, just Google it, you can get there, right? Or, or you know, Alzheimer's or what have you, um, arthritis or whatever it might be, and um, th- that's the main thing. So, you know, fr- from my mom being struck with that, I ended up um, participating in a walk, and one thing led to another, um, and and there are a lot of people out there, a lot of patients that that need a resource. Scleroderma Foundation is a great resource. Um, I was elected to the board. Of directors a couple years back uh soon after my mom passed away but from there again there's there, there's a lot of research being done there is no cure today uh, hopefully there will be tomorrow and hopefully there will be with you know our help and, and our giving um whether it's our time or or monetarily or, or whatever we can do um you know so again whether it's beardum or any one of these other uh foundations it's it's just important i think to give back in some way um if possible, right, to a foundation as well as in every other way during your day, you know, saying hello or smiling with somebody else, what have you.
3: And you brought up a good point, Zach, though. Another way to give back is to help bring awareness to these these organizations, right, because we can absolutely do that with our own networks and our friends and family and colleagues and business partners and stuff, and I think that's just as important, too. Yeah,
1: and you would it. think that it would occur to people to Google these things, right? If you have this need, and you need to see what exists. And it's not always that simple. So the awareness piece and being advocates for the causes in which you are a giver is is a very important.
2: Yeah, I I, I think just along that, if I interject, I mean, I think um, one of the biggest things also is, is you have the patient, you have the you know, the person who's affected by the disease, which obviously that's that's probably your worst, you know, you never want to be that person, right? But we all get old and things happen and your time's your time, I guess, and whatever happens, happens. You have people there that love you, that can take care of you. Um, but, you know, ultimately you try to get, you know, you try to get to where you need to get to. Um, um, and I think from a, from a, outside of a patient, the giver, the caregiver is a big resource where that person becomes a resource. And so, you know, that caregiver, if you don't know about those, you know, resources and things like that, because I didn't, I didn't know, you know, I found out, right. Um, and luckily I did. And that ended up being a good thing, right. But I think um, there's the patient and then there's the caregiver as well. And I think the caregiver needs a lot of, of exposure to resources out there because if, if they have them they can bring them to the patient and help the patient um, but again that's just a something I've noticed where the caregiver doesn't get a lot of um, not love but just just acknowledgement just because there there's a big element there that if if resources were directed to the caregiver teaching education then I think that could translate into you know helping the patient you know maybe live a little, little bit of a better life you know so to speak.
1: Absolutely. It, it's such a good point. And the the other rabbit hole is, at least in my experience, um, I've been told, you know, you get diagnosed with something, the last thing you should be doing is Googling that <laughs> illness, because it, it, it just could lead to not only anxiety, but, well, other issues. So it's finding the information where it's just the right amount of information to be of support to B- to patient, caregiver, meter of meter. Okay, that's not really a really word, but let's pretend it is <laughs> of whatever resources you have to offer. Uh, well, let, let's let's transition. I mean, I'm just gonna like move on, but not really. Um, so giving back, it is about helping others, but also giving back helps you. So in what ways does giving back help you Zach,
2: um, I, I think it's 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 the most the purest form of of success um, or just just satisfaction in life. I mean, I think if you give somebody, you help somebody, whatever it might be, in whatever way it is, I think that's that's when you just feel better, right, in general. And I, I think that's what it's all about. So, um, you know, I break it down as simple as that, but that's what it is, right? If if, if so give as much as you can, when you can, you know, give smart, <laughs> you know, there's times when you give and, and, you know, you kind of, you might regret it, but at the same time, everything happens for a reason. Right. So, um, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's my two cents on that.
1: I, I see a new hashtag give smart. <laughs> <laughs> because it's very easy to give so much you deplete, but but I love how you brought success and satisfaction into it. It's so true. So Howard, how does giving back help you?
0: I think one of the biggest things is a shift in perspective. Um, especially if, if, as the giver, you put yourself in a circumstance or around people that you might not normally be around. So this, I think, really... For a lot of people, it's the you know putting yourself in someone else's shoes kind of analogy of just that ability to really stop for a second and understand someone else's circumstances can change you in a very very powerful way um, and change how you see the world, how you see yourself, how you see the decisions that you make and how they affect yourself and other people. Um, so I think just from that kind of broadening your own perspective on on the world, Um, just the aspects of giving back uh, can have a really, really significant, you know, positive benefit for yourself. Sometimes I think a lot of people don't don't see that coming, Um, you know, and it depends on how and why they get involved in some sort of giving back, you know, uh, you know, effort. But that I, 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 I've seen it. I've had it happen certainly to myself numerous times. And I've seen it with other people where it just kind of like out of the blue knocks them upside the head. And they're like, I had no idea. And now I see this completely differently. So there's, there's a lot of value in that.
1: I love that. Do you have, can you give us a specific example?
0: Uh, I will give you a specific organization. Um, that, that I, 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 and, and it's one that I've had a relationship with now for over 12 years. And I would encourage anybody to go spend some time with a special Olympics chapter in their community. And, and when you spend time at a special Olympics event, um, with that organization and the work that they do in the, in the local community, you will come out a different person. And, and the community will be, will be, you know, will benefit from the work that you do, but you will benefit from it as well.
1: Wow, I I see like a bonus goal. (laughs) So, Anne, what about you? Uh, How does giving back help you and we like anecdotes too. So if you've got sure, a story as yeah. well.
3: Yeah. Um so kind of just to reiterate what both Zach and Howard have said, right? It it it's that sense that purest sense of, of giving and it makes you feel like you are more than just, you know, what your job is or what your title is. Um you're you're doing something altruistically and not expecting anything back. And for, for me, with the Arthritis Foundation, it's looking for that cure for, for the patients who suffer from arthritis. And then to piggyback what, with what Howard said, and, and an anecdote, as you said, mentioned, a few years ago, we were hit here in the Houston area by Hurricane Harvey. And afterwards, I uh, volunteered with the Houston Feed Bank. Distributing food to a, a senior senator out a senior center out in the Vietnamese part of town because I speak Vietnamese and I thought okay maybe I could help, and um, I had an elderly gentleman come up and ask if there was any fresh produce that month and it blew me away that something that I take for granted that I just go to the store and buy is something that they have to wait for on a monthly, bi-monthly basis to be given, distributed from the food center. And I, I it just knocked me out of my... It really, truly, for the rest of the day, I was sitting there like, oh my God, how could I have taken this for granted? And so um, that, you know, to what Howard was saying was putting yourself in in somebody else's shoes and really having that sense of empathy for what they're going through, right? And And really also reflecting on how fortunate I am and and other people in my situation are to not have to worry about uh, when am I going to be able to have fresh fruit or fresh produce. Um, And so that, you know, is, it was a huge, made a huge impact on me. And to this day, I'm still trying to figure out how to coordinate other efforts, right, for, for uh, seniors. Um, But also recently we had a, um, an open house for the Arthritis Foundation, a virtual one, And at that time I was kind of feeling like burned out and and not that I would ever stop volunteering, but I'm sure Zach and Howard, you understand at some point you're just like, okay, I need a break. Um, But this woman came on and she was just devastated by her diagnosis and her disease had debilitated her quite a bit and she wasn't able to be active and was in a lot of pain. And she was mentally and emotionally just, in a very fragile spot. And we were able to help have these conversations offline with her because obviously it was a very open forum and help direct her to, you know, the helplines, support lines that we had. And that day it just cemented like, okay, get over your burnout. And, you know, here's the one person you could help today that made the difference for, for you, for me uh, to feel like I was doing the right thing. And so for me, that's how giving back really helps me.
1: It isn't a reality check mm-hmm. for sure, because we just go about our day and look at things like, okay, yeah, that's, that's normal. But what we think is normal probably isn't normal And something else you were talking about when people are in pain or they're dealing with crisis or health issues or whatever, they don't see that light at the end of the tunnel. So even the little crumbs of hope, yes, the theme of this month is hope. Now we know why we're talking giving back. But the kernels of hope, I think, make a huge difference.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And even if it's if it's one person that you help, it's making a difference, right? And I, I think that's the other piece of it. So many people think, oh, I have to give back where it makes this huge difference for a huge group of people. Helping one person makes a difference,
1: That is so true. And a wonderful transition into my next question, which is what are simple things people can do to help others? And I think I want to tag on an addendum to it because everybody said, oh, I'm too busy to be helpful. I could never schedule that into my day. So I also would love for you to address the question of these people who say they want to help, but they don't feel that they can. So I, I kind of feel like they're tied in together because you don't need to do big things, right? So, Anne, what do you think? And you're absolutely right. You
3: don't need to do big things. You can. There are many little things you can do that will make a difference for someone, for a community, for a group, for an organization. Uh, for example, I'll use the Arthur Rice Foundation again as, as uh, the example since that's the one I'm most familiar with. We have... Um, an outreach committee. And so we've got a couple of folks who aren't really able to do, um, you know, commit to more time than just making a few phone calls for us uh, each month, right? We have a, we get a list of of people who are seeking information. And that's, that's what these volunteers do for us, is spend an hour each month and make, make those phone calls just to let them know that the Arthritis Foundation is here and has the resources and whatnot to help them. And that's really it. Right. And, and that's their way of giving back. That's the capacity they have. So I don't want feel, others to feel like, Oh my God, that's, you know, I can only give an hour or a month. How, how does that make a
1: difference? It does make a difference. One thing that I talk about a lot with goals and self-care, which is kind of what we were talking about before we went live is you, even if you're what you schedule for self-care, is 15 minutes a week, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's more than nothing or an hour a week. But really 15 minutes a week, an hour a month to give back to others doing the simplest things would also make a difference. So it's not about the quantity. And it, I don't, it's not about the quantity, it's about the quality. But really 15 minutes is quality because it's time given to someone or something that needs it. As Zach, what do you think? What are some more simple ways people can give to others? And and what do you have to say to the people who say, no, I don't have the time or the energy?
2: That's fine. If you don't have the time, that's that's okay. It's okay. You know, I, I honestly, I mean, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, everyone's got their time, right? I mean, it's... Not everyone, you know, feels like they need to give back. Maybe some people think, you know, that, that they need things given to them, and and, and that's 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 fine. I mean, I, I think it's everyone, you know. Do I believe everyone should give back? Do I think it, it heals you? It's good. It, it's, it's you can help people. Yeah, and I think ultimately, you know, um, you know you know, that, that's kind of more the negative side of things, right. Where if somebody doesn't want to give back then don't get back, that's okay. (laughs) You know? Um, But all you can do is really, you know, I think for the most part, you know, people have it within them as a human being that, that, you know, you want to be able to do the right thing. You want to help others and and you get satisfaction out of that. I mean, um, you know, I look at it and I say, and look, it's taking things for granted. I, you know, we all have. And, and, but, you know something's happened where you're like wow you know I can help you help people and I'm in a position where I can you know um, or, or you're kind of in a, in a place where um, I think you, you just you know you need to um, and so so I I look at it and I say you know my my worst day is somebody else's best day and from that perspective it's it's you know you can work in and I think Deb I mean you I'm sure you have in your scope of work and 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 coaching and everything, you have a checklist. I'm sure there's one or two checklists in those books, right? <laughs> where, where it's kind of or oh,
1: dozens, yes, and okay. I think
2: it's almost like if you if you work around that and if you do pencil in. I mean, look, give back, give back time to yourself because some people need their own peace and, and mental health. Right. It, it, themselves. I mean, some of the things you're trying to do is, you know, you know, take 15 minutes to meditate if, if that's something you need to do or would like to do or explore. I mean, the, the, you know, so give back to yourself as well as give to others. Um, so, again, it, it's just it's just, you know, working that in is important. And I think people get a lot more out of it. Um and I think there is always time to give back. I mean, we were in, you know, we were in Cancun a couple of years ago and, and you know, I talked talk to the waiter and I said, hey, it'd be great to, it was around Christmas time, it'd be great to, you know, give back to some kids or do something. He said, oh, my sister actually works at this shelter for, you know, kids who've been beaten and, and you know, it's next nice thing you know, I went to Walmart, got all these toys, brought them over and, you know, gave them to the kids. And that actually, you look at that vacation, it was probably one of the best vacations I've ever been on because of that. Right. Um, so so there's always time you can work in and, and it's 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 a great thing. Right. So.
1: Oh, I love that story. That's amazing. And and, and yes, I'm you're, you're so nice. You don't want to give back. Don't give back. <laughs> I'm not that nice. I, I think. And for some people, giving back in self-care may be the same thing. It's the it's the time out. To do for others really refills who you are and what you do so our friend eugene barlas hosted an hour a month at the dorm food bank means you can peel 76 to 100 potatoes which means five to seven families get a full bag of veggies instead of a partial bag and that's an hour a month that is first of all thank you for sharing that Jean really showing the significance of what you can do in an hour. So what a way to quantify. Thank you. So Howard, I'm yeah. not going to ask a question again about what to say to people who don't want to, because I like to believe people are inherently good and they all want to.
2: This is a great they topic. Just, yeah. Like, no, it I is. It, it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I think it, it's it, it's a great one to explore, too, because I think it kind of goes back to that mindset. Like, if you have the mindset versus you don't. So um, just take a simple aspect of, okay, so we, people who say I don't have time, um, if you're going to the grocery store, okay, which is something you're already doing because you have to do that for yourself or your family, right? You'll go to the grocery store, Odds are at some point in time, they're going to have a roundup promotion for a nonprofit at the register, right? Where would you be willing to donate a dollar or round up your, you know, what your bill is to the nearest to the next, you know, whole dollar amount and that money goes to to charity? And the answer might be, no, I don't have the money. So you did have the time because you're at the grocery store and it took, ten, you know, three seconds for the clerk to ask you if you'd be willing to do that. So there was no time investment there, Um, but you might say, I don't have the money to do that. Totally understand that. Totally. And a lot of people don't. And I get that. But the other option is you're going to the grocery store. And I think a lot of people recognize this over the past 18 months. Do you know somebody or is there a way to connect in your community with somebody who can't get to the grocery store because maybe they're immunocompromised? So could you pick up groceries for somebody who can't go? Now, that doesn't involve any money coming out of your pocket and it doesn't involve any additional time because you're already going to the grocery store. So you may take maybe you could say, well, it would take me an extra five minutes to pull those items off the shelf. It's like, well, you're in the grocery store and you're going to be picking up things for yourself. Could you pick up things for somebody else? I mean, it's just that simple aspect of are you entering this activity with the thought of giving back or are you entering with the attitude of it's just me and my world? So I, I, it, it's a good thing to explore. Um, and I think, as Zach said, like if some people don't want it, like, nobody should be forced to give back. That's awful. You will not get anything of any genuine nature out of somebody if you're forcing them to give back. But it's about kind of laying out the options and, and, and just giving people ways that they could be doing that. And, and I think people will find the things that are are of interest to them. And I think that really, that's, you know, for me and uh, the work that I do, especially in the sports space, is, you know, what's the thing that's so important to you that you spend so much of your time and money on? And for a lot of people, it might be, you know, it might be um, snowboarding or it might be tennis or it might be, you know... Triathlons or whatever it is, like that's their thing. It's a part of their identity, and it's like, well, did you know that there are fifteen different nonprofits connected to that sport that tackle all kinds of issues out there? So, if there's something that you care about and it's connected to something that's intrinsically a part of who you are, maybe go check it out. It might trigger something in you. There might be something connected to that that you realize, wow, I didn't know the thing that's so much of a big part of my identity can also help solve one of the problems in the world that I actually care about. And it just takes that exposure and that knowing about it, you know, that sometimes is hard to find by Googling. And sometimes it just takes, you know, somebody to tell you about it or somebody shared a post on social media about it. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, I didn't know this was here. I'm going to go dive deeper and check this out.
2: I think what we should do, we should, we, we should open up the lines and and welcome people to call us and call in and ask questions, <laughs> just those people that don't don't want to get that don't give back.
3: <laughs> I love right. it. Right? We can
2: feel those questions, and maybe we can give them something that that you know, and, and maybe that'll get them yeah. to. Or, or we'll,
0: we'll learn something about why people don't want to give back, which could yeah, be really yeah,
2: helpful. It'd be fantastic. This could be, this could be something. I, love it. You may, I hope you take taking notes, Deb. This, this could be I really. love it. I love the
3: idea, right? Like, Deb, you could have a whole other show. Call it.
2: To...
1: <laughs> don't give back.
2: We'll because is that is
1: completely in alignment with who I am. <laughs> Will return. But
3: Howard, that's a great point. People get involved in organizations or causes because of some personal. Uh, a connection, like Zach with scleroderma and me with arthritis, or um, some something that resonates with them, that, that's a cause that's important, or an interest, right? And typically, that's what, uh, when we find volunteers at the foundation, it's, that's my first question to them, is like, what is of interest to you, right? Is it, yeah. you know, on social media and helping us bring awareness, or is it making phone calls? Um, just for example, I had a an event planner who I was like, oh great, she can help me plan events. She goes, I do this in my day-to-day professional life. I do not want to do this in my volunteer time. I said, I totally understand. We'll find something else that you're interested in, right? So um, so that's a great point to make. And I hope that that gives people some food for thought about how they can give back, those who don't
1: give back. (laughs) And Eugene says, if anyone needs a place to volunteer, I'm connected around the world and he's sure he can find something awesome. for them. So if you are listening or watching, however you are consuming this content and you need examples, first of all, you can go to thedevmethod.com slash blog for the recap, the replay and the links, but also reach out to any one of our panelists or to Gene. I'll put you in the recap, Gene, um, for a place to go, something to do. And I'm, as you're talking, I'm remembering when I was, when I was little, my mom would take me to do crafts with the seniors at the, at the senior center. And that obviously it was a while ago. And I remember how much fun it was. And for me, I was just playing, doing crafts, but for them, it was a treat. When I was um, in junior high and high school, we would sing at the senior centers. And even, I, I would say even my more recent volunteering you know out in the world with people elena hall who founded the miracle project and they're she they are based in los angeles but virtual now and what they do is it's for neurodiverse mm-hmm. people so autistic uh people who are some are Verbal, some are non-verbal. You know, all sorts. So she basically created her foundation out of uh, her autistic son's needs. But basically, what you do is you go and act. That's what volunteering is for the Miracle Project. Is they take neurotypicals to go and act alongside the neurodiverse, and it is really a rewarding experience for for everything. So if you want to volunteer. There are always options that are in tune with something that you love. And if you want to give money, organizations are always good for that. (laughs) But in the spirit of finding things that are in alignment with who we are and what we believe in, what are some goals that we can give the people who are listening in addition to reaching out uh, to any one of us for ideas? But what are some good giving back goals? Zach, can I start with you on this one?
2: Sure. I mean, I think we got spread around before we went live, but but we talked about balance. I think we're joking around a little bit. But I mean, I think one of the goals of my life is just to keep a balance, right? And and what what the heck is that? I mean, in reality, but but I think it's it's that work life, you know, play balance. Um and I think, you know, this past couple of years has taught have taught a lot of people about balance, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. But but it's it's you know work is work right and and you know if you can do something that you're passionate about and again we're each our own people i mean i have friends that are checking in in you know, a 9 to 5 and they love it right and and they're on a track and that's fantastic right me i'm a little bit different i can't check in 9 to 5 you know i have my own schedule but maybe you know so whatever it is. But I think it's it's just trying to keep that balance of work, life and play and, and keep your stress level down and keep yourself happy. You know, obviously giving back makes you happy. And and, and that's something that should be a part of everyone's life and, and a personal goal that you can get back once a day or whatever it is. But um, I think really that goal is to keep that balance. And it's probably the hardest thing to do, you know, for me and probably for most. But but um, if you can, you know, just uh, respect, be kind, you know, and things will come to you. And, and be nice, give back, and and ultimately, if if, if that all makes a big good glob of love that that you know continues and spreads, then I think you know we're in a good place. We're doing the right thing, and I can I can check out of here whenever it's my time to and be satisfied looking back that that hey, you know, I had a good time, touched some people, and and helped a few, and you know put a smile on their face. So I think uh, you know that that's the balance of my life. And hopefully I can, I can, you know, keep doing that as much as I can and, and uh, look back and be happy.
1: So it's a goal for you, but also a goal other people can aspire for.
2: Yeah. If they want find to, that you know, if they want to bounce. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to bounce, but no, no, I, <laughs> and, but yeah, it, it is, I, I think it's important. I think it's, it's, you know, um, yeah, you know, I enjoy, I do enjoy working. It is it is kind of a hobby of mine. I I do enjoy technology and and working at that. But ultimately, it's 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 not about you know making more and more money. It's about you know, hey, if I make a couple more bucks, I can give a couple more bucks away, right, and help this or help that cause. And again, it doesn't have to be money. It could be time, right? Which I try to do as much as I can with the Square my foundation. Um, um but uh, yeah, so
1: works for me. So, what about you, Howard? What and, and since Zach started this this little twist on it, what is a good goal for you? But also a goal that you want to gift the people who are tuning in, if they want to do more giving back.
0: I, I think a good a good goal for for the people out there um, is to is to share what you're doing of giving back with just people in your circle, and it's not to impose it on them and, and shove it in their face and tell them how wonderful you are and all of that. But if somebody says, like, we're again, we're heading to the holidays, right? And You're going to be around friends and family and say, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? If you're giving back, share that with them. Let them know what you're doing. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to say, oh, I want to join you the next time you go volunteer, but it might and it also might, though, just inspire them to stop and go, wow, that person seems really happy from doing all of this giving back stuff. Maybe I should look into that. So you just might inspire somebody who says, you know, I've been thinking about doing that and I need to do that. And, they, and they'll and they get motivated themselves. So I think a goal is just to, to share it in your own way. Um, this is not, like I say, about I know we hear a lot about virtue signaling and a lot of stuff right now about how everybody's telling you how amazing they are. It's not that. It's just a simple aspect of if this is important to you and it becomes a part of who you are, then you should be sharing that with people. So I think it's just a goal of making it a part of communicating it out in, in your circle, not, in, like I say, not imposing this on anybody, just letting them know. If they ask and it's important to you, share it and, and, and see where it lands and, ripple effect that it might have out there.
1: That's fantastic. That It's a really good way of thinking of things. And also, it's not bragging. It's important to you, you're sharing. And I love that you made that distinction. So thank you. Anne, do you have a goal to share? I don't think there are any goals left. These two gentlemen have already taking them all
3: kidding um but definitely i agree with zach on the whole balance thing right because um you know between having my own business and and giving so much time to the organizations that i work with yeah where do i find the the balance and that time for self-care for myself too? <laughs> giving back to myself uh with that self-care so that's definitely um a goal uh, but also doing That balance also of of giving enough, where I feel like I am making an impact, and and at least for me, right, because everybody's definition of impact is different. And like we we mentioned, giving an hour could make an impact, and and you just don't know what that is. Um, Goal for others, um, you know, I love what Howard said about sharing, right, and and not you know worrying about being virtue signaling or or bragging about it. Um, And I guess I, I was trying to think. Maybe you know within this next three four months, just finding one small local grassroots community organization nonprofit who is um, serving you know, some need that resonates with you and seeing how you could possibly help them, right? Because we hear about the American Red Cross and the American Cancer Society and all these huge organizations. Um, But you often don't get to hear about those grassroots local organizations because they're so small, they don't have the resources and they're the ones who need the help the
1: most. That works for me. These are great goals. You all are just... Such wonderful people. And I really appreciate you all taking the time to, to come and speak with me today. Before we wrap, where can people find you?
3: Anne? so that's my Twitter handle on uh, the screen there. And I am quite active on Twitter. And then I'm also active on LinkedIn. Um, I think you have my LinkedIn URL uh, happy to connect with anyone there as well and answer questions
1: or chat about other ways to give back. Wonderful. So find Anne on Twitter or LinkedIn. And again, these will all be in the recap, which you can find at the dev slash blog. And so Zach, where can people find you?
2: Um, I do not have a Facebook account. Um, I just don't want one, never have. So I won't be on Facebook, <laughs> but uh, just a personal preference. Anyways, um, nothing's wrong with Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. You can get me there. Um, at Zach Carson is my Twitter handle. And uh, other than that, um, don't forget the animals, um, elephants, dogs. They all need some love too, and giving back to. So with that, uh, you know, thanks, Deb. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much. Good point. And so, Howard, where can people find you?
0: Uh, I'm going to say the same as Anne. Uh, You'll find me on Twitter at sports and change uh, and, uh, and find me on LinkedIn. Those are definitely the two best places to keep in touch.
1: Well, I will certainly put all of those links in the recap and I am at the Deb method everywhere. And you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, instagram and you can i don't have a fancy link for youtube yet but if you're watching this please subscribe and i would absolutely love that and if you need help finding balance and we setting goals you can reach out to me and or grab a copy of your goal guide a roadmap for setting planning and achieving goals on amazon or at your favorite place to find to, or at your favorite place to buy books What a wonderful conversation on giving and giving back. And before we wrap, just, I'd love to grab a final, because I'm all about the motivation and the inspiration. So just one final thought that you wish, if someone takes away one thing from today, you want them to grab this piece of knowledge. So Howard, what is your final thought?
0: All right, my final thoughts actually are going to go in a slightly different direction, um, but it's going to tie back into what I do, and I think a little bit of everything, and that is vote. I want to make sure every single person out there realizes how important it is to vote, and I don't just mean vote every four or even every two years city, local city, community elections, whatever it is, it's one of the main values of why we live here. Make sure you exercise it. Don't forget to get out and vote and speak your voice in your community.
1: I have no problem with that direction. Thank you, Howard. Really good point. And Zach, what is your final thought?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Get out there and vote, right? <laughs> no reason not to, no reason to give back either, uh, not give back, right? So just get out there and give back, give something to somebody, give them a hug, you know, give them a smile on the street, you know, whatever it might be. Um, but if you can, hey, you know, pick a charity, donate. I'll, I will plug on Amazon, right? They, they are pretty good about giving you a site a website anyone that has amazon should be buying through a this nonprofit site which is directly to amazon it's it's called amazon smile um so i'll just plug that you can pick a charity of whatever, whatever charity you want you know you, you purchase the same exact way it's through amazon direct nothing's different you just go through this one portal um, because you create a smile account on amazon and a percentage goes to charity charity of your choice right every time you purchase so if you buy off amazon definitely do it right it's so later a foundation's on there i'm sure you know there's your foundation is probably on there uh mm-hmm. everyone's that you may not have heard of so uh any support there is, is appreciated from any charity
1: bonus goal it's going in the notes and and final thought to you zach took my final thought
3: <laughs> you were mentioning being on amazon i was like oh i've got to remember remind people about smile, smile. About yeah amazon smile and yeah. so it's super easy like zach said if you already have an amazon account all you have to do is go activate Smile, and then when you sign back on, it'll remind you to go to smile.amazon.com to make your purchases. Um, another super easy way to give back without doing anything different from what you're already doing, because how many of us shop on Amazon constantly? Yeah. So especially after this pandemic, right? Um, but And then one other final thought, just do it, as Nike says, right? Find something that resonates with you and just get out there and do it.
1: Wow. Deb says that too, not just Nike. (laughs) Buy
2: the Deb method. Buy the Deb method.
3: Buy the Deb method. Buy it on Smile so that you know your charity can get a
2: uh, portion of
1: (laughs) it. I love that. Okay, bonus bonus goal: get a Smile account, buy your goal guide, gift it. That way, you're doing something good for yourself and for others and for other other people. I appreciate that. Well. Zach and Howard, this has been a wonderful conversation. I kind of knew it would be. Thank you so much for sharing your time, your experience, your energy, uh, and your enthusiasm for giving back because it's important. We're not we're not here alone. We don't live in a vacuum, and there are just the point being. There's simple ways, whether it's for your self care or as in addition to self care, where you can just look at the things that you love, see what you can do to help others and just give back and go on out there and go for it. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening to the dev show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode, need more inspiration and motivation. Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at the dev method on social media, and check out thedebmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it.
0: This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.